was too loud. Happy Friday. It's the Lori and Julia Show. My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. It's a glorious Friday afternoon. The sun is out. We had a wonderful bids for kids. I'm going to let you two uh, tell everybody oh, how much money oh we raised. Oh, my gosh. The, the My Talk people are muy generous. Yeah. No so, so kidding. Nice. It was a record. Um, we raised 47260 Dollars yesterday in our on-air auctions. You guys are amazing. For the Ronald McDonald's House, Upper Midwest. And we're still taking donations. Yes. And we have, don't we have one Crutchfield, a beauty and Botox package? We may. Okay, we may. We may CBD? still have one of those okay. available. And also, there's all the things from the Mall of America that you're right. going to buy anyway that you can go online to mytalk1071.com and click on the Bits yeah. for Kids carousel. Yeah. And buy them through us, and the money will go to, right. you know, because they donated it to the mm-hmm. Ronald McDonald House. That was a fun day. That was a fun day. I know, Laurie, you just like... Julia, I don't know what... You were bouncing off the walls <laughs> when we do auction days. It's um, it's I, everything I can to hold on. Listen, listen I well. like to get people to open up their pocketbooks. Oh, we know. We I know. know. Well, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. It was a good, no, successful okay. day. For everybody. Julia, you were gone last year, and we managed to do it without you. Did I tell I'm you how much more money we made this year? Yeah. Oh, you're taking credit. Yeah, Julia's taking credit oh. for it. I'm not wow. at all, you guys. I just really want But it wanted... was more than last year. Yeah. and yeah. But was. part of it was, you know, some of the experiences. Such the great The tickets, things. the share. We could have sold those for more. Oh, way. That was way more. So I know. Those were so quick. <laughs> Someone probably just said, oh, I'll take four. Yeah. Four. You know, it's not that many. No, it was great. So thank you. Just thank you, everybody. I mean, it's always so wonderful how everyone opens up their pocketbooks for charity, our listeners. So thanks a lot. Okay. So I have to, I have to update you. Um, my mom, you know, had a stroke about 16, 17 months ago now. And it was a hemorrhaging stroke in her brain, which affected three different areas. And one of the things that happens to people... Do you have her permission to talk? I do. Okay, good. I do. HIPAA. I know. I should have alerted no, you earlier. I already okay. know all this, because okay. I already talked about it. So every Friday, I go to aphasia group with my mom, right. and I am her care partner. Okay, and it's all people who've had... I'm going to tell you what it is. Okay. Okay, so if you have a stroke... A lot of people have aphasia. It's a disorder that results from the damage to portion of the brains responsible for language. Most people, um, the areas on the left side of brain, aphasia usually occurs suddenly, often following a stroke or head injury. So it makes, it's a neurological disease and it makes it hard for people to re- write, to read, to do numbers and to talk. Mm-hmm. So really basic. I mean, your yeah, communication center. You need, yeah. Right. And my mom is doing fantastic. She's doing so great. And um, so part of the thing at this aphasia group, and it's through health, um, Easter Health Partners, I can't remember which one, is MinCAN is the Minnesota organization for um, people with aphasia. And why people probably don't know about aphasia is because um, it's hard to be an advocate for aphasia after you've lost your language. Yeah. And so I found out today that... um, one in 200 people in the state of Minnesota are affected by it, but there's more people who have this than people who have MS or Parkinson's. But because the advocates can't talk really right. and go out and be advocates for it, it doesn't get a lot of recognition. So I that just, makes sense I know it just kind of shocked way. I me. I never even thought of. I know. So I wanted to give a voice to it. And um, there is a fundraiser that's coming up. On Sunday, April 28th, I know it's far out, but it's... not that far to put on your calendar. Yeah, and they're selling, you know, tables and silent auctions and things, but it's um, it's called, it's 
min, M-N-C-A-N, mincan.org. I will put it on, we'll tweet it out or something okay. if you want to buy tickets. But I just wanted to let you know that's why we don't hear about it is because the people who have it, it's very hard for them to talk about it. Yeah. And, and I it, never put that together yeah, before. Yeah, of course. I mean, but it makes all the sense in the world, yeah. right? And and the people in this group are wonderful. And the, I mean, the why growth. Why do they call every, it aphasia? It's the name. It's the, it's called, is what it, is aphasia? It's is a it disorder. La- is it a Latin word? Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's caused by the damage to one or more areas, language areas of the brain. Casey had a drift of it after he hit his head on the truck in the motorcycle accident. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he was like, uh, not, I mean, not, he didn't lose all of his language, but he lost words. You lose words. He lost so many yeah. words. He would just have it. And that took like, that was maybe it just took like a couple of years. There were so many other things. We just kind of joked about it. I started filling in the blanks, but that's all come back. Exactly. Yeah. I think probably due to his blueberry and walnut eating a cream to him. I'm sure. Oh, of course, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. It's actually from uh, the, the Greek uh, root is uh, speechless. Okay. Speechless. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And it, and it really is something it that almost I, has a pretty sound to it because I always like the freesia flower. You right. know, I never aphasia. knew what it was. My mom was would tell me yeah. I have a you know how she's, she's got the little card, card that she had at one time. Right, because numbers are really hard and things, and the people just make great strides. But the whole beauty of the b- group is that they're in a safe place where if it takes them a while to talk, yeah, nobody thinks they can. Twice. But the other thing that's that is a new thing that's happening is primary progressive aphasia. And it's it's for people who don't have a stroke, and it's something it's like pre dementia. Mm-hmm. And it's a new thing that they're finding out about. I was just fascinated. But anyway, I just wanted to give a shout out to this fundraiser coming up, mincan.org for more information. Yeah, and um, May is Stroke Awareness Month. So okay, I want to tell you, you. That. Yeah. Well, my observation or my thing I'm bringing to the program this morning is so shallow but i feel it must be brought up because it really put a pep in my steps good you know how some people measure spring as ice out Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh i measure mine with shorts on Oh, oh, the runner the shorts. Runners are on I saw runners the same time as kids. Yes, mm-hmm. and they're short shorts. I saw a group of guys and a group of gals. They just like look like gazelles. And the one place in the world where people still wear short shorts is running. It's, oh, yeah. It is, and I, it was just it. It it made me feel good. I'm like that is a sure sign of spring. That's a, you know a nice early date, March 22nd. So, you know, people who are staying home for spring break, they, they don't have to feel bad this year. Oh, and the They're sun They're not going to be shoveling. No, the sun is glorious. Very, very nice. So okay. anyway, shorts are up and out, people. Thank goodness. Shorts out. Shorts out. Okay. <laughs> I watched the Amy Schumer Netflix special last night. Yeah. Well, we got to oh, go. do we not have time? No, okay. we don't. Yeah, we'll, come back to it. We'll, we'll come back to it because yeah. we all, I think, have watched a new yes. show this okay. week. So we'll talk about that. But next, when we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. It's Friday. Julia, give the news about the beauty and Botox. We got the official word. Oh, we do have one package available still, and that is for Wednesday night, June fifth, mm-hmm. and it is for three hundred and fifty dollars. You get twenty cc's of Botox and a consultation with Doctor Crutchfield, and it's an evening and a party. You and I, mm-hmm. food. 
us. Do they Botox. call the same number or what do they um, do? I think you could just call Donnie, 651-641-1071. Yeah, I'll figure it out. If you want to yeah. take advantage of that. And it's for the bids for kids, so it is right. um, something that you can use as a raft. All right, Because it's good. a donation. Okay. okay, so yesterday, we were so busy with the bids for kids and all of this. Uh, yesterday, David Letterman... With his big Santa Claus beard still intact, appeared on Ellen DeGeneres. Will not shave it since he quit his show. <laughs> and uh, he's had, of course, a long, illustrious career in late night television, starting with the, uh, you know, the late night with David Letterman in 1982 and ending 33 years later. So Isn't that something? Let's, uh, let's hear from David. I stayed on television way too long. And, That's and, not true. Yes, it is true. And I'll, t- and I'll tell you what happened. Uh, it turns out nobody had the guts to fire me. <laughs> uh, and I should have left like 10 years ago. You, you want to make sure you have some energy to direct toward other things. Now, you, uh, nothing but energy, are doing other things while you're on television. So that's great. I uh, did not. All I cared about was myself. And uh, then all, uh, then the show was gone, and so I had to realize, oh, I've been looking through the wrong end of the telescope. Mm-hmm. There is more to life than, so tell me about your pet beaver. You know? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Who was that guest? <laughs> Martha Stewart. Okay. <laughs> Dave. But I do think that the late night model is more shows. Like the daytime, like Ellen takes the whole summer off. She'll right. take the whole month of December right. off. She takes the the daytime, Ellen in particular, mm-hmm. probably because she's been on long enough. Right. But late night model is a lot. You're right, Lori. Because like you see um, the view, they take the month of August off. Wendy Williams used to take the month of July and August off. You're right. It's more t- more nights. More nights. More nights. More, more nights. Work, and more then work. the time that they tape it, 5 o'clock. You know, I mean, right, it's just yeah. like Groundhog yep. Day every day. So I kind of got what he was saying, and I like that he said that. And his Netflix one-hour-long one-guest format is yep. coming back, and Ellen is going to be on. So they sort of did a, yeah. you know, tit for tat. Let's play the next one, Donnie. We're right next uh, at a light. Well, let, let's set this up a okay, little bit. Okay, is it my next guest needs no introduction? No, it's about not that. that. He's, he's talking about he's in his car and he's in L.A. and there's a tour bus pulls up next to him. Okay? Okay. There we go. We're right next uh, at a light to the, one of these, uh, uh, we're going to Celebrity Homes thing. Right. And uh, it's got like 18 people in it. And I think this is going to be great. I'll roll down the window because I used to be a celebrity Uh, and and I'll start screaming at these people that, hey, look, I'm a celebrity and uh, can you imagine more fun? No. (laughs) So we we do that and uh, they look over and they're they're all listening to tours of, you know, uh, and there's no glint of recognition. (laughs) Well, it's the beard. They have no idea who I am. It's the beard. And, and, but they, you know, they wave in a courteous fashion. Uh-huh. Like, oh, he's probably crazy. <laughs> and he does look so different from how he looked on the late night with that gigantic yeah. beard. ZZ Top Beard. Yeah, yeah basically. It is a ZZ Top Beard. And his Netflix show is called My My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. I think Donnie watched it. I don't think I you and I ever watched it. I watched the yeah. George Clooney. Yeah, okay. It, which was good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll get to it. I have no idea, but I do like the idea of that one format. And he... 
I don't think we have this in the audio, but he is work does work for Habitat for Humanity. And you know, yesterday Jimmy Carter became the, the oldest, longest living yes. U.S. president. He he beat um, George H. W. Bush by one day because oh, wow. George H. W. was ninety four and one hundred and seventy one days old when he passed away. Yeah, and Jimmy Carter is. Did he start Habitat for Humanity? Jimmy Carter? Yeah. Yeah. He, he oh, have. I forgot that. Yeah. And he's still, he and Rosalind still build yeah, houses. Yeah. Those Carters. They are amazing. They really. Amazing, are. amazing. Where is Amy? Yeah, I don't know. She's <laughs> no probably idea. got her kids. They're Jim? probably in high school. Yeah, who the hell knows? But anyway, David Letterman is working. That That's he just great. Let that, uh, I bet he goes out there with his son. I bet he does, too. Yeah. Okay, let's play the next one, Donnie. So, uh, on this particular day, Mary... Oh, again, we got to set it oh, up. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, so his former producer, I guess, now works for Ellen. Yes. Oh, okay, I think we remember there, that. And he's uh, talking to, tell out a story about throwing a baseball back and forth up on the 14th floor of Rockefeller Center oh, back in the day. Okay. So, uh, on this particular day, Mary and I are uh, throwing baseballs. Hard balls. Gloves. Throwing the yep. ball. Mary was on one corner. I was on the other corner. And one got away from me, and it went up and over and through the window of the 14th floor of the 30 Rock building. Yes. Yeah. And down below was 6th Avenue and, and the sidewalk. Well, you know, how many are dead? <laughs> and and I'm, I'm stunned... And so I go over to where the window is, and I'm just kind of hiding and looking down there. And people were looking up because shards of glass had rained down on the Avenue of America. And, and I see a guy down there, and I can hear him say, hey, look, there's Dave Letterman. And I thought, oh. I'm spending the rest of my life in prison. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's oh, funny. I know, jeez. That's funny. He's, he's really something. And you know, when he says that he stayed too long at the inn, I don't think so. I think what he means is that no, I mean he said he he wished he'd stop to spend more time with, with his, his family. Son. It's his son. He, he had a child it. way later in life, yes, and that's did. what I think he missed out on. Yeah, that he wished he would have had more time for. And that. I bet Regina and because Harry was like 
12 or 13. When he quit. Yeah. Yeah. I can see where. Yeah. But I mean, it's also like so much of your identity is your job, your work. And he's like at the top of the, you know, he's legend, legend. So I totally, I appreciated his 10 extra years though. I I miss him. I liked his humor. Speaking of legends, how about Patrick Royce? Oh, this is so exciting. Congratulations. Patrick Royce is being inducted in the Minnesota Broadcasting Hall of Fame along with Dennis Anderson, who you and I know from WDIO in Duluth. He was there for years. Yep. He was there for 42 years up at WDIO. Ralph John Fritz. Which we know from we know CCO forever. And yes. then, I, we don't know this guy, the vo- voice of Winona Sports and Dean of Southern Minnesota Sportscaster, Charles Chuck Williams. Maybe but Donnie knows him. I, I'm not familiar with 40 Mr. Williams. Years. No. Yeah, so any Patrick. Congratulations. I, oh, that's and if you want to go. That's exciting. There yeah. is a Broadcaster Hall of Fame, yes. this Pavlak Museum in St. Louis Park. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, have Pavic, you, Donnie? Pavlak Museum. Pavic, they have yeah. all these. I've like, got the Pavlak. Yeah, Pavlak. It's kind of by Barley's. Yeah. Over there. I've yeah. Seen, seen it. What do they have? Like microphones and sound oh, studios and stuff. everything. All sorts of stuff. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's That's cool very cool. Patrick. Um, how about... Sean Penn on Jimmy Kimmel last night. Oh, Honey Bob, do stuff, author. It's coming out in paperback. And, and he's doing a sequel. Oh, no. And um, it was he's... the cuckoo couch, is what I called that. His explanation of why he wrote the letter uh, in February, a few like a week before the Academy Awards, why a star is born should, should win. Should win what Best did Picture. He say? His explanation was. Goofier than goofy. At least the letter got it across. I mean, but I think it also might have harmed a star is born. People are like, who's it? He tells Kimmel, well, here's this movie star directing this movie who's never directed before. He's written the screenplay. He's producing. And Bradley is a movie star. I mean, he's got a total bro crush on him. Directing someone who's not an actor, doesn't know what they're doing. And it's singing and it's all, and it's doing it to skate, working with skate. And then he goes off and all the people that he employed. And I'm like, okay, well, this is every movie. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I think he's saying that he had extra talent because he's never done it before. He directed someone who never and really he acted personally before. loved the movie. He loved the movie. He was touched by the movie. He really, anyway, it was just Jimmy Kimmel, I think a hundred percent had him on. As a favor, because oh, they run into each other in Malibu. 100%. He had nothing to promote. Did no, he? his book is coming out no, in paperback. paperback. Oh, that was the reason Bob, honey, do good. Mm-hmm. Honey, Bob, do stuff. Same. <laughs> or What's Bob, honey, do good. Maybe that's sequel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen, we've all watched some new TV shows, or at least one this week. Uh, we're going to update you and see if you're watching it, too. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's this? What's the latest? Trending online this afternoon. It's everything March Madness happening today. And also, it's National Puppy Day. And trending online this afternoon would be Roseanne Barr. She is saying Sarah Gilbert, the co-star and showrunner of The Connors, destroyed her life. (sighs) Talking to Vanity Fair about that one. And also trending online would be the Motley Crue HBO film The Dirt, which is out today. All, of course, about the 
uh, 80s metal hair band from Los Angeles. You can go check that out. And also trending, and it's out in theaters today, that would be Jordan Peele's Us. The movie made over $7 million in preview screenings last night, set to be number one at the box office this weekend. Well, that's us trending here at My Talk. And want to remind you to join My Talk 1071's Lori and Julia at the 2019 Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure. This annual event is on Mother's Day, Sunday, May 12th at Southdale Center in Edina. And get early bird pricing now through March 30th. Sign up at My Talks for My Talks Team Lo J and MyTalk1071.com. Keyword race. And now time for the weather. Microphone on. There we go. Clear skies. 27 tonight. Tomorrow's going to be lovely. Lots of sun. 59 for your Saturday high. It will be cloudy and 50 on Sunday. Right now, lovely sun and 47 here at My Talk. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. It's going to be a gorgeous weekend, and people couldn't be happier to have a quote-unquote spring in their step. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Just just a reminder to everybody, Mercury in retrograde (laughs) is ending um, March 28th. Next Thursday. Yes, even though we've moved into Aries and that bossy, we're at the start of the astrological calendar, Pisces, the Piscean um, Mercury in retrograde was as strong as the one we had in November with the Scorpio. Which is brutal. And the reason why, Jules, is why? because, well, Pisces is the sign known for emotionability and, um, or emotionality and vulnerability. Yes, thank you. Well, you would just combine I combine those two words. Yeah. Emotionability. I'm writing it in the book. Yeah, That's it's emotional and vulnerability. But I it, like that. So everyone felt more off. So just a reminder, please sit on, you know, signing a contract, unless you've got a wedding, of course, this weekend. That's already planned. Um, but but having the conversation about feelings or talking with somebody about something sensitive Keep it light. Keep it bright. Keep it light. We just be have gentle. One more week. We just have one more week. The twenty eighth. And can't you guys notice though? Because we've had sunshine for like five days in a row. How much it changes your mood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter if it's cold. I mean, it. This winter took a toll on people. And the fall. And the fall. But 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 the the winter is what's most recent in our mind. It was Ugh. so hard to get around all the time. Who even wanted to do anything I mean, and go out because you couldn't park? You couldn't. I know walk. some people who yeah. are like in their you know older years or they've got vulnerable knees or whatever, and they really felt cooped up this winter. Oh yes, because they it was always such a nerve wracking experience going outside. Yeah, and all the parking now is people can park again. You can the curbs are I'm able to see them. All right, so okay, what let me did tell you. Watch? Okay, so I watched Amy Schumer's new Netflix special, Growing, and um. I had watched her one before. I think she's funny. I think I think she jumped the shark with that movie with Goldie Hawn. She brought Goldie Hawn back to the movies, and that was terrible. But she was so good in her that one movie. Yeah, the train, train wreck, train wreck. I think she's funny. I just so this she is pregnant in this, and it's called Growing, and she's at. The stage, it's live from the Chicago Place stage that I saw the share show in this mm-hmm. summer. I think it's an Orpheum. It's yeah. absolutely stunning. And it was just... Was it like an hour and a half? It was only an hour, oh, I perfect. think. perfect, even better. It was really a perfect time. And she talks about her take on marriage. 
she's so sweet about finding out well, that her husband. Well, she's newlywed. Well, she's sweet about finding out that he's on the autism spectrum. Oh, and that's, that's how really, that all came out. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really sweet. Mm-hmm. And um, he had gone and painted a picture of her at an art class and shows that. And it's very humorous, but very perfect for her. And she... Just some of the things that she said were, I laughed out loud. Yeah. I really enjoyed Ooh, it. Good. She's funny. She is funny. So I do I, want to watch I that. I really like that. Yeah, Neil, It's on Netflix for free. Neil Justin recommended it. It's fun. Yeah. And it's not a long one, so you mm-hmm. don't have to commit a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donnie, what did you watch? Uh, it debuted Wednesday night. I did watch The Act oh, on so Hulu. Did I. Uh, what is it about? Oh, Patricia it's a- Arquette oh. uh, stars in this. Uh, Chloe Sevigny is in it, and uh, a young actress by the name of Joey King. It is based on the true story of this mother and daughter who uh, are in Missouri. And uh, don't give any spoilers. I won't. But it's, it's, it's true crime. It she keeps her daughter sick. We can say that. Yeah, yes. we can it's, say it's that. It's called Munchausen yeah. Syndrome by proxy. But you don't even learn that in the first two episodes. You, don't. you just get all kinds of bad clues and everything. Yes, you, you don't. But it's- I. I thought it was really interesting. Okay, here's what I will say. Okay, <laughs> yeah. it's a five-part true crime drama. Yeah. Okay? And I talked Casey into watching it 100% based on Patricia Arquette's performance in Escape at Denham Work. Which was amazing. Because she was... That Everything. was such a compelling true crime mm-hmm. story that Ben Stiller did, you know, eight or nine episodes. Yeah. Okay, this isn't that. <laughs> She's, Just not to be confused. Yeah, she's very good at playing an unlikable woman. Yes. D.D. Blanchard. Yes, which she is. I feel <laughs> that this show is exploitive, exploitive true crime drama. It's so kind of sensationalized. You absolutely hate the mother and you almost hate her right away. You can just read between the lines. You're just like, I hate her. And I don't know that I care. Dana Moore was true crime. I understand that. I know, and that was good true crime. That was good true crime telling. the difference. I'll tell you. I'm telling you, there's, it's like a difference between a good movie and a bad movie. We all know what okay, those you, are. So you didn't like it. I didn't. I, okay. I think when I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I had to really get literal there. There, there was a light bulb. Now, a light bulb moment. Yeah, we know that they were both true crime. I said that they were both <laughs> no, true I'm crime. No, I'm just trying to understand the difference that you You were don't playing. have any empathy towards the character right off the bat. You can't. You think, what an awful woman. But you have empathy for the daughter. <laughs> yes, I know that, Donnie, but okay. like in Tilly, I had empathy for in Escape at Danamora. I'm just saying that there's a way to tell a true crime. Not, and I love true crime stuff. You know, I know if you I do. Law and Order, SVU. I mean, last weekend I did a little surfing with my girlfriend. And she sucked me right down in the ID channel. I mean, I do like, I like true crime books. I, I mean, do. I do like it, but. I wanted to, I mean, I almost wanted to turn off the TV, and I know Casey did. He was like, oh, I'm, I'm never sure. going back to that show. I don't show. ever want to experience that one again. He was so disgusted with uh, the woman, and I kind of, I don't know, it's just, it's not as well, it's not. How many stars does it get even? Does like, it, I, I don't know. I you mean, didn't have to talk him into there's the There's three more it. parts. Are you going to watch them? I don't know. I'm TV. I'm not watching I it. might be compelled to watch oh, I'll, it. I'll be watching it. Just because I haven't Googled the story, but if I don't watch it, I'll just Google the lady's name and find out what exactly happened. But you get a big, you know, 
the ending almost right away. Well, yes, there's a flashback. There's a flashback. So it's okay. setting you up. I don't know. I just think it's not. I right. thought I thought the, the the woman who plays the daughter, that Joey King, amazing. You know, she's she's, she's amazing. amazing. And then you you they show something where, yeah, yeah. We're it? talking about she, the act. She knows Hulu. more yeah. than you think she knows yeah, by something yeah. at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't tell how old she is. I don't know. I I guess okay. can't like everything. Yeah, I just felt like it was missing something in the mm-hmm. storytelling. For yeah. sure, you would not like it. Oh Jenny. no, so I'm, I'm. Thank you for. Watch I thank you. Shrill on yeah. Hulu. She no, doesn't have Hulu. I do. Oh, you do finally? She does. She finally does. Yes. I've decided I'm going all in. I bought every single streaming package available everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Well, listen, there's a button. Online subscribers now are more than cable. Yeah, that's right. Subscribers. Yeah. And many of those online subscribers are using their parents' cable ca- access information. Probably. I wonder if the cable companies know that. Uh, who well, knows? Who the hell who knows? The hell knows? <laughs> I'm sure they do. Jeez. They, it, they charge so much money. I it know. It doesn't matter. They, now, that is the monopoly waiting to be broken. And now we know why Netflix uh, re-signed Friends for so much money because that story, the Nielsen survey... Uh, what are you watching? You know, common small talk. And a quarterly survey found that, yes... Friends, 66% of people, they love friends. They love friends. Everybody watches it, a whole new generation. They do love friends. And you told us, what was it, last week when you said they didn't put anything? Yes, you can tell by the fact that people are in this coffee shop and no one are looking at their phones, but they don't have anything of topical that sets it to the time. No, right. There's nothing in it that would set it to 1998 or whenever it was that we watched. There's a funny video of Courtney Cox walking to the Friends building. She was in New York. I, I didn't see it. Yeah, but I, she was like at some place. The and they're like, yeah, the, yeah the, well, the apartment building oh, that modeled know, after that she was in. Remember, she got it from who left it to her, her grandma or I, somebody, a rent control yeah. apartment for yeah. 200 a month. Anyway, so it was like one in the morning, two, and she's like, oh, I'm going home. <laughs> and there's the outside of <laughs> oh, the thing. Oh, fun. No, she that was, friends is timeless. Yeah, she was on Busy Phillips. Oh, gosh, and she said show. Jennifer Aniston showed it to her, and it was on Instagram, but somebody else's Instagram because Jennifer isn't on that yet, said Courtney Cox. I don't think she'll be on no. it. No. Listen. Really? If, unless you have like artwork, kids, or a job that you requires it. Like Halle Berry is like really all in on Insta. What does she tweet? Pictures of her six pack Well, she abs? did. Yeah, she does a lot of like yeah, uh, body hot body things. shots and stuff like that. But there's some kind of. <laughs> Let's a, do one of those today. Um, Let's do it. For his in, International Women's History Month, they're, like people are doing a challenge for you. I challenge you to dance and make a video of I'm a survivor or whatever. It's some viral thing amongst celebrities. We don't need to get involved. Well, we're not interviewing in that group, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know, but no, I'm just like, even at a local level, we don't need to get involved with making a video of us lip syncing in our exercise wear. I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. Clashing, okay. you know, hitting baseball or, you know, having our I'm baseball ask the bats. Eight ball if we should do it. All right. All right. Yes, should we do that? And the eight ball says, gosh, sometimes it just doesn't want to come to the top. Oh, gosh, it says yes, definitely. Oh, oh I'm redoing it. It's lying today. Well, you can't redo it. What is yeah, that? I can. You gotta take the first. It's like mystery day. When the dud comes to the door, you shut oh, it and hope you... the guy in the tuxedo shows up. Okay, the other one was most likely. I'm just not listening to it today. Mm-hmm. Mercury's in retrograde. Mm-hmm. That's right, Julia. <laughs> yeah, they're singing and dancing. Um, and it all started Ruthie Carter, who won the Oscar for Black Panther costume yeah. design. She started it. 
Oh, well, show good the for world when women unite, anything is possible. To sign, to sing and dance to their favorite song. So it doesn't have to be that. So anyway, and then then when a celebrity gets it, then Chrissy Teigen goes, "Tag Reese Witherspoon, you're it." And then they have to do it and post on their Instagram. So let's right just, there, Jennifer Aniston will never sign up. Well, let's tag let's tag Julia Roberts for something. Well, I know, but we're not celebrities. We can't tag her, and we're not per- participating. Then either. why'd you even tell me about this dumb thing? Well, I don't know. <laughs> You were going to, Lori has some NCAA bracket oh. insights. Okay. I, I have I only one. Okay. But this is, this. Donnie, I, we might need really? a drum roll. Well, I can find it in time. Well, I know. I would like you to find that button. Yeah. It's here somewhere. We seem to want that I one have, a lot, Donnie. I have a lot of stuff here. Because of what happened yesterday, only 1% of people's brackets are even any good. Because of the big upset with Marquette. Right, Julia. Wow. One percent of brackets that, are in play. Bummer. Lori, that is a good factoid, isn't that good? I'm impressed. I hung on to that one because I knew you'd like to know. I like it. In Madison, is Wisconsin is playing number number five is playing number twelve Oregon today at three forty five. I only people. know that because Michael Strain and Shaq were talking. About I saw it. them. Yeah. There was already one big upset this afternoon. Yeah, no, they. Oh, so as of yesterday, it was just one percent yeah. of people wow. had brackets still in play. And I don't even really know what that means because I thought as long as you had one team in, you still had a bracket. I think you have to get them all right, don't you? No, Donnie? no, no, no. It's no, you just a, have you to have pick to the winners. The, the most number correct. Oh. The most games okay, but yeah, as of yesterday, only one percent of people do playing the brackets. That's have, hard to believe. One percent are left. That's because apparently well, some favorite some things happen that people went with, and that's what the. Huh. Odds okay. makers have right. told Michael well, Strand. I, I'm giving the golfers, they play tomorrow night, you know, at 645. Yeah. yeah I'm giving game. them, you know, they're playing number two, Michigan You know, that State. was Bill Murray's son who coached I that know. Louisville team. Assistant coach. Assistant, but whatever. He was there with his dapper golf hat on. That was hysterical. With his brother. I yeah. was so cute. But tomorrow night's golfer games is at 645 against Michigan State. And... um Very tough opponent. Yeah. Bring I know. Your high, bring your handkerchief to cry in or cheer with. Can be both. Where am I bringing it to my living room? Yes, Julia. <laughs> Get out your basketball hanky. Woo! <laughs> I've got another gopher sweatshirt I can find. All right, listen, we got to go because uh, when we come back, why was Bruce Lee all over the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood trailer? I started the little story yesterday, but I just you didn't f- finish it. Okay. Loving you was cool and hot. Hesitation, awkward conversation, running on low expectation. Every siren that I was ignoring. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, Donnie, what day did we post that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Uh, uh, the, the poster? Uh, the vintage scandal? Yeah. Oh, the uh, trailer? The trailer. Well, we we didn't post the trailer because of the it was language. The language yeah, at the very end, but we posted the poster Tuesday yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So. Anyway, but when we watched the trailer, this one minute, 45 second, which is our first look at Quentin Tarantino's ninth film, because that's how he promotes them by number. Because he's only doing 10. Yeah. And so we see a scene where Brad Pitt's character, who plays a stunt double, is fighting Bruce Lee. What can mm-hmm. only be Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. you know, the guy looks just like him and he's kind of a not a real big guy and. You know, Brad Pitt was. Remember, he was surprisingly tall. He's tall. He's like he's got to be like six, six feet. feet. Yeah, but we were slight, we, slight very slender. Mm-hmm. And and Leonardo DiCaprio is six two easily. He was yep. really tall. We were shocked about how tall he was. 
You know, which is why he overeats the cheeseburgers and stuff. Why he overeats. Oh, my God. Got that big, long, tall frame. Well, no, you get used to overeating in your teens and 20s, and then, bam, it catches up to you in your late 30s, Mm -hmm. early 40s. Insulin. That old metabolism. That old metabolism Anyway, so um, the author of this book called Bruce Lee, A Life, um, spelled out what Bruce Lee's connection is with Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate, you know, at all. Why is he even in the the movie? So, okay, apparently the story was in 65, Bruce Lee met Jay Sebring, who's the guy who is the inspiration for Warren Beatty's character in Shampoo. Yes, got it. He's the straight Beverly Hills hairdresser to the beautiful and rich, okay? And at the time, Jay was dating Sharon Tate. Okay, because 65. And then Bruce Lee was trying to break into Hollywood, and he just kept getting sidekick roles, Green Hornet, staging fights for Hollywood films. Like, they would hire him to stage different fights and Mm -hmm. show people how to fight. And then trying to get a leading man part, but no one will hire him because he's Chinese. And they're looking... We want you to trade, train Steve McQueen, but he's going to be in the martial arts yeah. movie, not you, okay? So in the summer of 1968, this movie called The Wrecking Crew paid Bruce Lee $11,000 to teach Sharon Tate and other actresses how to fight. Now, doesn't that sound like a good movie? Yes. Yeah. The Wrecking <laughs> Crew. By that time, by 68, Sharon Tate had married Roman Polanski, and she invited Bruce Lee to dinner telling Roman you two will get along like house on fire. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, Roman Plansky, he's a petite-figured man. Oh, yes. He became one of Bruce Lee's regular martial arts clients. Mm-hmm. Sure. Remember how big this was? Mm-hmm. Supposedly, you know, Priscilla Presley started having an affair with this guy named Mike, who was teaching her and Elvis how to do... Mm. Oh, how arts. big martial arts were back in the day. Yes. In the late 60s, yes. early 70s. Yes. Huge, huge, yes. huge. Yes. Anyway, so they became so close that Roman Polanski would invite Bruce Lee to a ski chalet in Gestad. Mm. And it was on that trip that Bruce Lee bought the yellow suit he wore to fight Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Game of Death. Missed that one. Missed that one, too. (laughs) Decades later, Uma Thurman would wear that almost identical suit. Kill Bill. Kill Bill, that's right, the yellow suit. So just a little Quentin Tarantino Mm -hmm. loves Bruce Lee. Okay, so on August 9th, 1969, is when the murders happened at the home on Cielo Drive in Beverly Hills when the Manson family murdered Sharon Tate, Jay Sebring, Abigail Folger, heir to the mm-hmm. Folger, Folger yep. uh, screenwriter Wojciech Fraskowski, and an 18-year-old visitor, Jane, uh, Stephen Parent. Okay, and in a bizarre turn of events, before the we knew they knew who killed the family, Polanski briefly suspected Bruce Lee of the murders because a pair of sunglasses were left at the home. That no one could identify who they were, and and a couple of days after the murders, Bruce Lee casually just mentioned Polanski. I've lost my glasses, right? And um, 
anyway, uh, Polanski was like, oh, God, he's part of the circle of friends. But he he knew how to use a gun. He was an expert in blade weapons. He had the strength to overpower multiple people. People. Maybe Jay invited him over and something had gone wrong. Maybe he was secretly in love with Sharon Tate. Of course, Roman Polanski was completely wrong. We don't know how much of that story will be in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But... It allows Tarantino to honor, again, in a movie, one of his heroes, film heroes. So Bruce Lee was born in 1940 in a Chinese hospital in San Francisco, California. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He died July 20th, 1973 in Kowloon, Kowloon, Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And he had the two kids, Brandon Lee, who died after the making of The Crow. During The Crow. During The Crow. Crow. I love that movie, too. Mm -hmm. And then he has a Shannon Lee, a daughter. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So this Mike Mao looks looks just like Bruce Lee. Anyway, and Quentin Tarantino loves Bruce Lee. And people who really are Quentin Tarantino film uh, addicts, you know, they know know all that. Like, they knew the yellow suit thing. Got it, got it, got it. And Uma and all of that. But, so, that's why... um, at least Tuesday, part of Tuesday, Bruce Lee was trending on Twitter. So I'm updating. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Well, okay. that's good to know. All right. Um, the Elton John, we're getting a naked scene cut. Producers have cut a nude scene from Rocket Man so that um, it will get a PG-13 rating. Oh, that does not need to be a PG film at all. I yeah. mean, he was racy, racy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I there know you go. It. So, anyway, was Bohemian Rhapsody PG 13? I'm going to look it up. That's a good question. I don't remember. Yeah, because that could make a difference in no. the movie. Oh, dollars, the box office, right. for sure. Yeah. It was PG 13. PG 13. So, that's, right. that's yep. what they're shooting for. Got it. Those kind of numbers. Oh, gosh. We're going to play Shazam. Hey. Oh, yeah.